Gotta be tough, gotta be strong Gotta be right, can't afford to be wrong It's hard to shake the blues when you're reading bad news every day You worry too much for one couple to bear Hunger so much for one person to care Fooling our family, we're fooling our friends Pray that the pain and the frustration ends Hope is a chance, hope is a dream Hope is a drug Hello, this is Justin from the Just Living Life with Cystic Fibrosis podcast, episode 6 um, Today I have a, another special guest But first of all, I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 5 With uh, Dr. Melanie Beasley Got some feedback on that Sounds like some people were uh, pretty much entertained So that was a good one but anyways, moving on, uh, yeah, I don't think there was really anything to clean up from that episode as well either, um, like on episode four where I had some cleanup to do, but, uh, so yeah, so without further ado, um, my guest for this week is actually my sister, Alicia Barlow, almost said Celeska there, but I'll be technical and say Barlow. Um, so yeah, so just to obviously clarify things up, cause I'm sure people see us in pictures and stuff like that and they're like, uh, they look nothing alike. So anyway, so yeah, she's a half sister, um, same dad, different mom, but, um, so we're about 11 years apart, which is hilarious cause I just hung out with, uh, my, obviously my dad and, and, and stepmom this weekend for the Padres game and we were having dinner and then they were like, oh, yeah, like, Alicia's turning 30 real quick, and you're going to turn 40, like, not this year, but next year. We should figure out a way to celebrate your 30th and 40th together. And I'm like, that's not going to work. They're like, wait, what about? And I'm like, no, that still is, like, 39 and uh, 29 and 40. As like, she's in July. I'm in May. It's not going to work out. Maybe if it, was, if it was flipped, yes, it would work out, but it's not going to work out that way. So watching them try to do that little math was was pretty hilarious. So without further ado, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So tell me a little bit. Tell the tell my listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, hi, listeners. Thank you, Justin, again for letting me come and visit and crash your little podcast here today. Um, yeah. So my name's Alicia. About twenty seven years old. About 11 years difference from Justin. Yeah, he is my half-brother, so usually that question gets brought up a lot first before we get on to further questions about his cystic fibrosis and everything, and for him to be like, well, I know he's related, but he doesn't quite look related to you, so yeah, I get some quizzing looks sometimes. Um, I live over in Anaheim, for been living there for a couple of years, been great. Um, just finishing up my schooling, going to be accepted into my respiratory program in August, so that's going to be great. can finally take classes that are meaningful. Um, yeah, have my beautiful little dog that I always take pictures on Instagram with, and <laughs> as Justin's shaking his head because he likes the other dog better. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so... <clears throat> Excuse me. So yeah, so obviously with eleven years apart, like kind of like obviously she's my sister, but kind of like growing up, there was like with the age gap, there was like 
a little bit of differences in like obviously in likes and stuff like that. Um, but obviously, as we've gone grown older, uh, we've like obviously got a lot a lot closer because we can actually do like stuff together. Um, so yeah, so like like one of the things that we used to do all the time, and we we kind of stopped just because they changed like the rules, some of the rules and stuff was. Uh, Life is Beautiful Festival, uh, music festival in Vegas. We used to go every year. We started going when it first started. Um, so, so yeah. So, I mean, we always did that. Um, uh, just lost my train of thought. Um, so yeah. So we always did. We always did that um, until they because before it used to always have like unlimited in and out privileges. So we'd go see an artist. And then go back to the hotel and drink when there was a break, and then come back in, and so, and then, and then we watch some artists and drink some more. Um, what's funny too is there was a picture of me like floating around, and we had like this thing called bottle. It was they sold a bottle of wine, but pretty much what it was was those little like cups of wine um, that you can buy, but like wrapped like like sealed up in like a four pack. So that's what they called a bottle of wine. Um, so yeah, so, so that was fun. Um, one, one thing that was also really cool is, um, actually ran into, a CF, a C- fellow CFer that was post-transplant one year at the festival. And, um, so yeah, so we got to meet her cause it was, she was working for, I forgot the name, but working for a, um, foundation that did like talked about organ donation and obviously being her her being post-transplant and stuff like that so you got to talking about cf so um so that was really cool um so yeah so as if if you follow me on social media at justin living life on instagram um what you'll uh, also notice i mean she didn't do it this year because she was like sick and stuff but uh uh, so my sister runs runs uh, San Diego Half and the Mammoth Half, which we have coming up in June with me the last few years. And so that's always been a nice little treat. And um, obviously, uh, my dad, stepmom, and my mom actually, like, all show up for it. And then the Mammoth one's, like, super nice when we do that one because we, we always used to also vacation up in Mammoth. And things of that sort, but also uh, the, the day we race is usually Father's Day, so obviously it's a nice little treat for my dad to see um, his two his two offspring running across the finish line. Um, so also, what brings me up to the question: Why, like, what what was your decision in des- in deciding to run, start to run the um, San Diego half with me? Well, one part was just as soon as you just started like, oh, I'm going to run a half marathon to me and, like, our parents. And my parents' first reaction was like, what? (laughs) So, and with me, I mean, like, I knew you were going to be able to do it. And so, like, after seeing you actually, like, finish across, like, the San Diego half and then doing, like, the mammoth uh, sister race to the San Diego half, and so we're like, oh, okay, cool. You know, it's a nice, like, accomplishment. And then when it came around to 2015, 
I believe, the year that you started doing the half marathons a month. And that's when I was like, okay, this is another bigger step than just doing two halves in a year. And I mean, as soon as you just started doing like the halves a year, I was like, all right, I can't just like, it was hard enough for me to just be sitting on the sidelines. Like as much as I love like cheering you on at the same time, I'm like, I kind of wanted like, it inspired me to just go out there as well too and see, you know, like if, like if I can be able to do it, especially if you were able to. And then it just kind of became this <laughs> semi-competitive racing of, all right, which one of us can cross over the finish line first? Or like I said, like how my brother had mentioned, um, I wasn't able to attend uh, the San Diego half this year. So it was kind of hard for me this year to be on the sidelines as he's running along as much as I wanted to be out there with him as well, too. But there was a running joke with our family of, if I was the factor, whether or not, if I actually am the ones to slow Justin down or not, but that case was solved that we were pretty much the same time of finishing a half marathon together. So, uh, so yeah, so she lies. I actually finished the La Jolla half by myself <laughs> and a, a little bit slower. It's a little bit, a little bit faster. Yes. Yeah, and, <laughs> and so it's funny, just my mom and one of her best friends attended that one. Um, and actually it just attended that one and so they're like oh they were like joking around because of like <laughs> what Alicia just mentioned they're like oh so it is Alicia slowing you down then <laughs> um, so yeah so obviously I touched, touched upon that so um, kind of going back to that too like I mentioned um, on that podcast I think it was like in episode 4 as I was running a as I was running a half marathon um, Alicia did a fundraiser. So could you tell us a little bit about that fundraiser? Like how you kind of like planned it, um, how the event went, like what the event was about and, and like, yeah, just, yeah, I guess just go from there. Um, yeah. So, I mean, later on, I'll probably just go like a little bit more further in depth about how I started becoming more involved with the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, especially within like the Orange County chapter. But, um, Earlier this year, uh, they started to do what's called their OC Finest, and actually it kind of originated in Chicago, where they do a 50 Finest campaign event where they're given only about, like, 13 weeks or so to kind of have, like, this friendly competition of raising money and for, like, awareness of cystic fibrosis and kind of at the end of the fundraising event or fundraising time, there's an event to where it kind of just celebrates and commodorates of, you know, everyone's hard work of trying to fundraise for such a great cause. So this year, um, I had kind of pushed myself to see, all right, this is, I've never really done my own, uh, kind of professional fundraising before. So I wanted to see what I can do on my own. And, so I started to kind of come up and brainstorm with some ideas of, you know, what's something that people are going to want to enjoy and also when they come out, you know, how they're going to want to learn about cystic fibrosis. So uh, my friend Angela, uh, she's a yoga instructor uh, part-time over at Boss's studio in our hometown of Redlands. And I kind of hit her up because uh, her yoga studio sometimes um, – 
does a yoga session over at a brewery in Redlands called Ritual. And I kind of asked her, like, hey, um, you know, do you mind if we can just do like a small yoga session together, either at like your studio or some sort of opportunity? And she had asked her boss and she her boss had actually had mentioned to her like, oh, just um, one of the events at Ritual for a yoga session. We can just turn that into a fundraising event for, you know, raising money for cystic fibrosis. So that's how the event kind of came about where I started telling everyone that it was giving me my first uh, fundraising event of doing a beer and yoga session. So, of course, they can draw attention to people who love yoga or just people who love beer. And then so about 30 people had showed up, which I was very nervous that morning because I had realized, oh, my goodness, this is like my first time ever being in front of a group of people to try to like speak out about like you know just me just trying to help out my brother but I had an amazing uh support system like I said with my friend Angela um my parents had came out uh my husband and some of our friends and stuff they came and showed support so it was actually a pretty great event and overall um I had kind of raised um I want to say I think it was almost about six hundred dollars within that day and after the several weeks with the finest, I had raised pretty much about $1,100 on my own. So, I mean, that was such a great accomplishment. So, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that was really awesome for you to do that. Um, also kind of gave me, like, I was thinking about it. Obviously, like, it sucks having to miss it while I was running a half. But also put, in, put into my mind that you were doing that as I was uh, running a half. So... Obviously, you could like. I'm sure you kind of touched, touched, touched on why why I wasn't there, and so I'm sure that kind of gave people a little bit more inspiration on like, on like, oh yeah, like my brother couldn't be here, but he's running a half. Yeah, exactly. Like there was like a lot of people. I was actually even surprised too. Was some people when I would go up to you know uh, we had a raffle that was going on during the event. And we were selling the raffle tickets, and I'm like, oh, it's for, you know, cystic fibrosis. We're raising money for research and medicine. And it actually kind of surprised me that some people were like, oh, like, I think I've heard about that before with someone else that they have, like, knew or something that they had read about. So, I mean, it's it's great that, you know, there's starting to be a rise in, like, awareness instead of people just being like, oh, well, like, what, like, what is it at all or <laughs> anything of that. Yeah, so, yeah, so, like I said, obviously, appreciate it. Um, obviously, this doesn't make it for good podcasting, but, so, Alicia's actually wearing the shirt um, with the logo I actually used for my podcast that my cousin designed, and also, like I touched upon on, on a previous episode, was that, uh, obviously, my parents, didn't, my parents didn't think I uh, needed one at all, so... <laughs> Supposedly that's on order, so I'll get a shirt with my podcast logo on it eventually. Um, so anyway, so so yeah, so like I said, that was a really awesome event for you. Glad you were able to raise as much money as you were. Obviously, it goes to a great cause. I mean, like I mentioned, um, pretty much like 80, 80, 85 cents for every dollar that people donate goes back into the foundation for research and... Um, and helping with people with CF 
through like other means. Um, CF Foundation has an awesome program called uh, Compass where you can call the foundation and they can help you with like health insurance and like um, to an extent like living situations or even help helping you pay for like medication. So Compass is a really good program. Actually, I've uh, called them a couple times. So I'm um, kind of getting off, obviously off topic there, but just wanted to like let that let get that out there for people that are listening with CF. Um, if you ever have any issues with getting getting stuff, give give the foundation a call and, and use Compass. I mean, the worst they can do is be like, "Oh, sorry, we can't really help in that situation." But I mean, if they obviously can, then it helps you out a lot too. Um, so so like, when did when did it actually hit you? Obviously that that uh that your brother had had cf i want to say i think it was probably like when i got older and kind of more or less like researched more about it because i mean growing up i think mom and dad just kind of explained it as just like oh like your brother's sick but it's not like it's a cold or anything of that so i just kind of was just like oh okay and just kind of went about my childhood and stuff of just rollerblading and because of just with me and Justin having the 11 years difference but yeah I think it was until as soon as I started you know getting into like more of like high school and like taking more of like science classes and then as soon as yeah like that we would get into subjects about certain diseases and then, um, yeah, like cystic fibrosis would pop up and I'm like, oh, that's like, that's what my brother has. And then I would just read more about it and I would just be more like in depth of like, oh my goodness, you know, like, yeah, he has like the mucus in his lungs. But like for me, it was more, I didn't think that it went more in depth with other parts of the body besides just the lungs. Yeah. So yeah. So obviously, yeah, it's e- easy for people to be described like, oh, oh, he's he's just sick or anything like that on a general basis. And then obviously finding out. Um, I mean, the time I definitely can like kind of remember, like obviously was what I like I, I touched about touched upon it on episode four. Is uh, or one of the one of the early episodes. I I think it might have been. Nah, anyways, I'm not gonna guess, but um, when I first moved when I first moved down here and I had my stomach surgery, oh, um, for for a blockage. Yeah. That's... Obviously, obviously, everybody like showed up because I like sent them. Well, my aunt was that's when I lived with my aunt, and so she sent like a massive text to obviously everybody that lived up in Redlands, which is about an hour and a half like northeast of San Diego. Um, between LA and like Palm Springs, I refuse to say San Bernardino, <laughs> um, or San Bernardino as I like to call it. Um, but yeah, so I think that was, and just waking up to like, obviously her being there as long as obviously with my parents there and stuff like that. So I think that's like definitely, at least for me, uh, and you touched upon it on for yourself, but I think obviously that was like, I think the wake up call too, that, well, that your brother obviously had CF. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as soon as, like, my parents had, like, received the text message and call of it being, like, your first major hospital stay, because, I mean, mom would always explain that you were always kind of in and out of the hospital during high school. But like I said, like, with the year, the 11-year difference, I mean, I they would kind of 
like keep me occupied while you were in the hospital overnight or so and it wasn't until yeah like until later on especially when you moved out to San Diego and we had gotten the text message or call and was like oh like your brother's in a hospital and you know with this major um incident that happened and so and for us to be you know yeah roughly about an hour or two away from San Diego it was kind of scary because it was like well you know a lot can happen especially within that hour or two so it was just kind of just more of just me being nervous and you know wondering what was happening what was going on um until we had arrived in San Diego and visited him in the hospital and I mean for the most part yeah, he did kind of look pretty sick, and especially just being stuck in a hospital bed. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't quite all sunshine and rainbows for him either. But, I mean, at least luckily after that, like, the situation was pretty handled. And then I think for the most part, I think there was another time. I think you had stayed, I think it was around Thanksgiving or something like that. And it was just really weird because, I mean, for a lot of people with Thanksgiving, they just think, oh, like getting together with family, having Thanksgiving dinner, feasts. And for me, it was going down back to San Diego again to visit my brother in the hospital and dad making the joke of, oh, well, we could still <laughs> blend up our Thanksgiving dinner and give it to Justin through a tube or something. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just definitely a kind of, yeah, like, Justin said more of like a wake-up call of I mean these incidents aren't planned so I mean it's just more or less of you know when something happens like this you just got to be prepared and you know realize especially with a lot of the hospital or especially the hospital that Justin goes to that there's great staff there that I know that they'll just take care of him yeah, so, what? What do you mean CF, CF doesn't work around my schedule? You mean I, I'm not like, oh, hey, I need an IV, or, oh, hey, um, oh, hey, you know what? Stomach, stomach surgery, stomach surgery sounds good right now. So, uh, so, yeah, so you touched about, obviously, like, when it hit you, but, like, I mean, obviously, you have, like, friends and all that stuff, um, and you obviously, you, ha you have your husband, Austin, so what did, how did they react when you told them that, oh, hey, I have a brother and he has a cystic fibrosis? Um, yeah, so like with my childhood friends and stuff, when they would come over and then they'd be like, oh, um, well, yeah, it was always the first question of like, well, your brother doesn't quite look like you. And then how to explain the whole half sibling situation. And then, you know, you would start to cough up or you know, like in the bathroom or something. They're like, oh, my gosh, like, is your brother sick? Like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, that's just his normal cough that he just does. Or sometimes um, every now and again, like if my brother's in his room, you know, like he'll have like the door kind of cracked open doing a breathing treatment or something. And they're like, what's that that he's, like, inhaling? I'm like, oh, it's just something that, like, helps his lungs to, like, help him breathe better. And so after that, it was just more of just, like, oh, okay. And, like, kind of, like, somewhat trying to understand it. But, I mean, for us to be, like, 10 years old or something, I mean, there was more less important things on our minds, like Barbies or <laughs> Little Mermaid VHSs. And <laughs> had to call him out to help us rewind it <laughs> but yeah as soon as we got I mean as soon as I got older and so it was just more I was able to kind of less 
use kind of big words to describe to like like with my husband and like with my other friends of like yeah like he has this genetic disease um it affects like his lungs his pancreas and other parts of his body and that you know it's just something uh, that's hopefully I mean in the end that wouldn't be inevitable but um yeah so at least just with research and medicine it has helped him to at least be for the most part pretty healthy as much as I mean as much as I'm healthy yeah so yeah thanks thanks for sharing that um yeah obviously very fortunate that I'm kind of like one of the healthy uh, CFers out there a little bit. Um, obviously, we'll be turning 39. Actually, ooh, next week. Eey. But um, so, yeah. So, so yeah. Um, also, so I think, yeah. So it was touched, up, touched upon when, like, when, like, Melanie brought it up on last episode is um, obviously I have a couple like CF tattoos. We kind of touched upon that. Um, if you didn't listen to that episode, pretty much on my outer uh, like bicep, uh, CF bicep, because I have like the skinny CF body. But um, it says cherish life and accept death. Which actually like, it brings me to a, a little bit of a story. Uh, last weekend, actually, I was at a friend's going away party and like uh, someone read it. And there was like, like they were sitting next to me, and like they just were able like to read it, obviously without me like flipping my arm and everything. And they're like, "That's an interesting tattoo." So then I obviously had to like describe, "Well, I have this genetic lung disease, and so I obviously accept accept life, but obviously like or cherish life, and obviously accepted that. Uh, obviously, I could like die. I mean, anybody anybody obviously can do that. Um, but obviously, like CF having like a genetic disease, obviously that timeline is a little bit more, uh, moving than I, perhaps other people. Um, and then on the, in the inside, I also have the, uh, like just breathe ribbon that a buddy of mine like drew out and like did for me and stuff like that. So, um, so one, uh, so, so like a couple years ago, like I ended up meeting up with Alicia and she actually surprised me that she actually got like a CF related tattoo. Um, so could you tell me like what went into you getting that tattoo and, um, and like what was the thought process behind like what, well, obviously tell, tell, tell the listeners what you have like tattooed, but like what was the thought process of getting that Pacific tattoo? Well, um, I knew I wanted to do like something special about like, especially with cystic fibrosis and especially like with my relationship with my brother. I mean, I wanted to do something that was basically more meaningful instead of, I mean, there's a lot of tattoos that girls get that are like, oh, like just breathe and, you know, having like little butterflies or something. So, I mean, I, I kind of wanted to make it a little bit more in depth of like what was meaningful for me. So... Um, I definitely have wanted to do uh, Just Breathe because especially with my brother's name, you know, being Justin. So and um, <coughs> so we would just I was just kind of just playing out of like, all right, like I, I want to do uh, Just Breathe. But I was trying to think of like what else to kind of put around it. I want to definitely incorporate, you know, like the purple for the C, uh, CF awareness Um ribbon style for it so um it definitely i wanted originally to do the tattoo in may because it was the cf awareness 
month. And then also, too, I kind of wanted to do it as like a surprise uh, birthday present, like for my brother and be like, hey, I have this tattoo on my arm now for you. Um, but I was able to get it. I think it was like late June or July or something like that. And um, kind of, you know, worked with the words, trying to figure out what else I wanted to put on there. So I came across um, the dandelions. And so, like, with cystic fibrosis, you know, it's kind of, with some of them, it's pretty hard to, like, breathe. And especially with, you know, how they cherish, like, every breath that they take. So I want something of, you know, like, with the dandelions to where, like, it's you, like, blow out dandelion, make a wish type of thing. Um, So I did a full-size dandelion next to the Just Breathe. And then I wanted to incorporate a second one because, you know, with me, one for my brother and one for me. So I incorporated the full one as, you know, like my full size lungs. And then um, I did the second dandelion where it's in shape of lungs. So for with my brother and us also to incorporate uh, cystic fibrosis. So I did like that, um, kind of colored in purple. And then to tie it around with the two dandelions, I did shoelaces for running our half marathons together. So. Yeah, and then I went over to the tattoo shop and texted Justin and was like, hey, I'm getting another tattoo. P.S. Don't tell mom and dad yet. <laughs> and then he was like, okay, cool. You know, like, let me know how it goes. And then um, so I kind of just did like a teaser uh, photo of me being at the tattoo shop and sent it over to him. And then um, as soon as it was all done and um, pretty much with the... Uh, wiping off all the excess uh, ink off of it and everything Uh, I took a picture of it sent it over to him kind of did like a um, hey surprise (laughs) but yeah I mean it was great it was you know it was nice that I was able to surprise him in some way like that and also like for it to just be my you know kind of significant importance of just with my relationship about cystic fibrosis yeah, so speaking of like your relationship with cystic, uh, cystic fibrosis, um, so yeah, so obviously you like touched touched upon it that you got accepted to a respiratory therapist school. Um, I know you were kind of like looking looking into nursing as well too, but obviously that's like super competitive and like especially down here. I mean, I don't know about other states, but like in Southern California, um, ner- to get into a nursing school is like super competitive down here. And so you decided to do go branch off to like respiratory therapist. Um, obviously, besides me having CF, is there like anything else that like led you to become a respiratory therapist? I mean, um, so when I was starting to take classes for like, I knew I want originally, yeah, I wanted to do nursing as uh, my major, and then um, I took my human anatomy, my physiology. Um, even took a little bit of like a microbiology class as well too and um, with certain other people that were going to nursing as well they kind of had more or less a general idea of like oh well as soon as I get into nursing you know I want to either be like an ER nurse or I want to be where like you know I want to be in the department of like help delivering the babies or taking care of babies or like they had a very specific um kind of department that they wanted to go into. And so 
when they would ask me like the same question of like, oh, well, like what's kind of more or less your favorite subjects or what kind of department area would you want to like work in if you were to work in the hospital? And for me, it was always just, I mean, I'm with it being so influenced with my brother of just, you know, respiratory and finding out, you know, like all the um, kind of just different factors and stuff that um, the respiratory system has in our bodies. And um, yeah, so it was just more or less between that and cardiac um, system as well, too. But yeah, later on, that's when I kind of find that it was going to take maybe about like two or three years for me to be accepted into a nursing program. So I kind of just took a step back and figured out, you know, like what I wanted to work in that would, I feel like I could do my best in or to like make me happy that I'm working towards. So definitely was a factor that um, I want to go just directly into respiratory. So I looked into uh, respiratory therapy uh, schools. So there's one in Costa Mesa at Orange Coast College. Uh, I took their health occupation class to kind of make sure it was a direction I wanted to go towards. And I mean, it definitely is still to where, um, yeah, now I'm going to be accepted into going in there this August. So it's exciting. Yeah, I know. I mean, it definitely is exciting. Um, becoming like a respiratory therapist and obviously with like CF and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, so you like, like to, you like touched, touched upon it. Um, Getting in, getting involved in, in this uh, CF, the CF Foundation Orange County chapter, um, you kind of touched about on uh, about Orange County's finest, which is um, one you like your like your bigger things that you've like you've got into, and um, did really well with in, in like a short time a short type of such short type of uh, timeline, um, but also uh, like. So there's another program that, well, the foundation in general has started, and I think it's just on in certain chapters is a Tomorrow's Leaders program. So I actually signed up for it, um, but I have, well, technically that was a, the Great Strides Heading to Beach was like technically my first event since they did have a Tomorrow's Leaders tent, but, um, but actually Alicia has actually attended a lot of the events um, that they've had. And so, so yeah, so I guess, I mean, you, you touched about, touched on the, the uh, Orange County's finest and, um, and stuff of that nature, but like, what like made you, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure if you just, it, obviously it's because I have CF and then obviously you mentioned in, it, you're in Anaheim. So, I mean, the Orange County office is like pretty much kind of close to where you live. Um, is like, what made you get, um, affiliated with, with the Orange County office? with the Orange County office? Um, I think it was just more of just, I mean, the first event I think I probably went to with the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation was definitely like one of the Great Strides 5K walks that I had went with you. And then, um, I can't remember, I think it might have been like the one that's like the Inland Empire in Ontario. And I think um, it was either that one or the one that was like in Dana Point for the Orange County chapter. And then um, there was another event that was happening in that you, that same year in December that you had told me about where um, it was Hike the Halo from Orange County 
uh, chapter as well, too, that it happened at the Angel Stadium Anaheim. And of course, since I live in Anaheim, it was down the street for me. So it was something that, you know, me and you can bond where it was this intense uh, going up the stairs, up and down the stairs of the first level, running up like the uh, walkways all the way up to the top section of the Angel Stadium, going up and down those intense stairs as well too to run back down and kind of run around the perimeter of the stadium so I mean it was a really great workout and it kind of got me like a little bit more insight of just this like growing community of people that I mean all shared the common interests or like a common relationship of you know they've heard about cystic fibrosis and they just want to you know put in their efforts to try to raise money or try to raise, raise awareness about it. So um, definitely I had gotten uh, an interest into finding out more or to try to be a little bit more um, involved with the foundation. And so it was, um, I think it was roughly about December of last year or like January of this year, um, one of the Orange County chapters uh, People, uh, Shana Flesher, had kept emailing me and was like, hey, we're starting this new program in the foundation. It's um, for ages of like 21 years old to like, I don't know, like mid 40s or something. And it's for people that just want to get involved, um, people that just have this uh, philanthropy kind of idea of, you know, trying to wear uh, awareness and trying to get together. And also just this kind of like personal and professional um, like meet and greet and connections that you can make just within uh, going to these events. And so, um, yeah, they have like an open house in January. So I kind of went just to see what it was all about. I mean, I was by the end of it, I was already like fully accepted that I was definitely going to be a part of it. So they were pretty excited and stuff. So I got to sign up. Um, it's roughly, I want to say, I think for the admission to be a Tomorrow's Leader is $65, of course, for the meaning of 65 roses. So, um, and it's um, it goes all towards the uh, meetups and events that they throw throughout the year. Um, yeah, a lot of it's just some meet and greet mixers, um, some... Uh, a couple of others are just like professional people that come in and kind of talk about, you know, their certain profession and how it can help you personally or it can help you within your um, professional career as well, too. So, I mean, it's great to kind of like take a step forward towards, you know, personal and professional and just, you know, learn something more about yourself and about like your community around each other. So yeah, it's been pretty great so far. Awesome. So, so yeah, so obviously, like I said, I signed up for the tomorrow's later program and I guess I like, so I guess if you raise like a certain amount for a different, for a different event, I guess they, they'll waive that fee for you. Um, which was happened to me since I was part of the extreme hike. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, so I mean, Shana is like awesome. Uh, she's like one of like the bigger people in the Orange County chapter. Um, and I think like I joked about before is I think they have like 60, 60 events and she's in charge of like 55 of them. 
because she's also in charge of like the extreme hike that I do. Um, I hike the halo that my sister just touched upon, and um, and I call, like I think she has like one of like the great strides walks. Um, they kind of like did since there's so many usually since there's like usually about five per chapter. They usually kind of like, divvy those out to like different people in the chapters so that way nobody's like super overwhelmed. And then they go out and it's like obviously support each other and work the event as well. Um, one thing that I did I did realize that uh, Alicia just touched on was the mean of uh, sixty five roses. Um, so how that started was when they uh, I so how that started was I was trying to think of um, like the timeline and stuff like that, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, is there was a little kid that said um, he couldn't say cystic fibrosis and when he was little, obviously. And so the way it came out was 65 roses. So, um, so that's how the whole 65 roses thing started in the CF community is because it was from... Um, from a, a little... Actually, hold on. At least I just pulled up the article. Um... Dates ba- okay, so it dates back actually to 1965, according to okay, according to the foundation's website. <laughs> um, so here I'll just read the little snippet that Alicia just pulled up. Um, the 65 Roses story dates back to 1965, when an observant four-year-old, hearing the name of the, his disease for the first time, pronounced cystic fibrosis as 65 Roses. Today, sixty-five roses is a term often used by young children with cystic fibrosis to pronounce the name of their disease, and obviously, it also um, has taken on its own like persona of its own per se, because um, it's 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 everywhere. I mean, it's obviously like a hashtag on social media. Um, it's also um, a lot of people use it. Like, even just in general, like, adults use it and stuff like that for talking about, like, CF and things of that nature. So, yeah, so it started out that way as a, as a kid, but obviously, like like I said, took on, like, a, a life and, and meaning of its own. Um, so, yeah, so I think that about, like, wrap, wraps up this episode. Um, Alicia, would you like to say anything in closing? Um, I mean, just thanks again for letting me come along and, I mean, kind of just at least share my side of, you know, how it was just growing up with someone with cystic fibrosis. And I mean, it's been great going into like the cystic fibrosis foundation and realizing, you know, like how much that each donation has been going in towards for research and medicine. And also it's been great to even just see like the great turnouts that the, all these events are coming up with. I mean, they're starting to come up with like great strides walks and, um, there's even one in Newport Dunes later on this year. It's going to be like beach brews and barbecues where it's just something that's just fun. It's not kind of like these stuffy events of people trying to, you know, shove it in your face type of thing. So, I mean, it's been great. It's been very welcoming as well, too. And I mean, it's just been this great ride so far and, you know, trying to keep it rolling still. Yeah. <clears throat> So yeah, so yeah, uh, like like I mentioned before, um, I think that about wraps up this episode. Would like to thank my uh, sister Alicia for coming on. Um, so so yeah, 
so you can follow me on uh, Instagram at Justin Live in Life. Uh, obviously, J U S T I N L I V I N L I F E is is my Instagram handle, and um, that's also my Twitter handle where I post um, more CF related stuff. Um, and, and things of that nature. Obviously, being a baseball fan and stuff like that, uh, the Padres, Padres get posted a lot too. Um, but anyway, so yeah, those are definitely the where you can where you can find me. I am also on Facebook, but I don't really post like CF related, overly CF related stuff on there. It's actually pretty much mostly on Instagram. So yeah, so yeah, so. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Alicia, for uh, showing up and being part of this podcast. I greatly do appreciate it. Obviously, love you, and thank you so much for all the support through the years and through the years looking forward. Um, Next week is the end of May. Obviously, I just touched upon it on my in the in the first part of the podcast. Is obviously I will be turning thirty nine. Also, is the last month of last week of May which May is obviously Cystic Fibrosis Awareness Month. So hopefully be able to sneak in a podcast um, next week. Uh, as, as of the moment, no guests, sorry, no guests lined up. But um, we'll see. We'll see. You never know. See, reach out to some people. Maybe get a guest. Maybe it'll just be me um, just talking about how 39 years of living with CF when, yeah, I'm, I'm obviously very fortunate there's still um, quite a few that definitely don't make it to this age and even still don't make it to 18. So, um, so yeah, so definitely keep that, obviously keep that in mind too is, I mean, I'm very fortunate. And even with like, even with like most recent me- medical advances with like Orcombi and Simdeco and Kaleidico and all the trials that are going on to attack all the other mutations, there's still a significant amount of people that obviously, um, do not get the chance to live a normal childhood life, adult life, or, um, like I said, don't even perhaps even make it to like even 18. So, um, so yeah, so that concludes it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Greatly appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys next week. Late. Gotta be tough. Gotta be strong. Gotta be right. Can't afford to be wrong. Hard to shake the blues when you're reading bad news every day. You worry too much for one couple to bear. Hunger so much for one person to care. We're fooling our family, we're fooling our friends. Pray that the pain and the frustration ends. Hope is a chance, hope is a dream. Hope is a drug, maybe hope's a vaccine. Race against time, I get down on my knees and I pray. Shout at the devil, I curse the Lord. Offer them everything I can afford. Sell all my soul, I blind to see. Tried to be righteous, tried to believe. Prayed every prayer, kicked all of my highs. For hours I stare at those beautiful eyes. All of my problems seem to be melting away. The smile on her face says, Daddy, everything is okay. And the race against time, get 
my knees and I pray.